Blog Talk Radio. here on August 9, uh, 2017. I'm going to enunciate, okay? I had a little fun this week on my Facebook page, and I want to tell you about it. I saw someone on LinkedIn who billed herself as a talent acquisition thought leader. She said, I am not a recruiter. I'm a talent acquisition leader. That's what she said. Okay, so I posted her LinkedIn headline without any comment of mine. Just a headline in my group, my Facebook group. And before you know it, the politically correct people, they were out there coming after me with their pitchforks. How dare you shame someone publicly? That's what they said. I mean, like, I found this on LinkedIn. It's not really a secret, guys, okay? And, you know, besides, isn't there a long tradition in our culture of telling people not to inflate their reputations. It's in the Bible! It's in the Bible! New Testament, if that's your Bible, it says don't let yourselves be called leaders. Whoever promotes himself will be humbled! Right? In other words, don't be vain. And, you know, you can look it up if you don't believe me. Or get in touch with me. I'll tell you the passage. And that tradition has persisted in the secular world. The emperor's new clothes. Maybe you've never heard that story, eh? But it's a good one, and if you haven't, you should find out right away. Anyway, I didn't think what I did was so bad. You know what? I thought it was funny, and I still think it was funny, and I've got some uh, support in that regard from someone who doesn't usually support me. Just last week, the great Tim Sackett posted on Twitter to Jackie Clayton, the guest today, he said, animal is a dick, but sometimes he's funny. So welcome, everybody, to Jerry. Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Trying to think of a way to was trying to think of a way to slip the recruiting animal is a dick show, but it just it didn't it didn't, it didn't have that you know what I mean like timing is everything, and it just didn't feel uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. Maybe next week. Well, thank you, Jerry. Watch for it. Thank you, Jerry. I thought it. I thought it was good, and thank I you. also want to thank my sponsors. <laughs> you know, Ooh. just before the show got, comes on, somebody, I won't say who, says, you're selling out, Animal, too many commercials, too many commercials. Hey, if you don't like it, be it. Don't come on this show. It's an hour <laughs> long. I do five minutes of commercials. Too much, eh? Yep. Yep. I wasn't talking about you, Alan. We sorted that out already, okay? We went outside the bar. And we went outside. I said, you want to take it outside? He said, Sure. Okay, that was take last. Take it outside. Week. Anyway, yeah, I want to mention my sponsors. Don't don't take it away from me. Martin 
Not Martin Short. Martin Snyder. He's the boss over a PC recruiter, right? And he says his software is the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. And then there's Nin Tran, N-I-N-H, Tran, at Hire Tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. I've got a secret about Hire Tool today. I'll tell you during the commercial. Anyway, it's the hot, new, super, all-round sourcing tool. Okay, today, oh, yeah, oh, someone specifically said they wanted to know if why I'm talking about Jim Durbin, my good friend, who's running sourcingworklab.com. You know why? Because I want people to go to his class, sourcingworklab.com, and he's given away through this show and through my Facebook page, he's given away free seats, free Monday seats, and Mike Walford, just won the last one, okay? If you want to go on sourcingworklab.com, check it out. Nobody's going to bug you to buy a, a series of tickets, but you can get a freebie from this show. Anyway, today mm. we've got a wonderful guest. I is there, love a, is there a, like a passcode or something? I love her, Jerry. I love her. <laughs> isn't, that what, isn't that from Jerry Maguire? I love her. I can't remember, okay? Uh, and uh, her name is, <laughs> her name is Jackie you. Clayton. And we're going to start off with a tribute. You're going to say, Jackie, at the end of the show, you're going to say, don't love me so much, okay? But we're going to start off with a tribute to Glenn Campbell. Jackie, are you ready? I'm ready. Jackie. Okay. I'm it's ready. Come back. If anybody, if anybody else wants to sing along, okay, I'll, I'll go to three. One, two, three. Honey, come back. Come on, Jack. I just can't stand it. Each lonely day's a little bit longer than the last time I held you. Seems like a hundred years ago. Back to his arms. Come on, never. Okay. I'm not sure Glenn would appreciate that. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. No, no. Uh-uh. Well, now that we know what we're what we're singing, no. Jackie can sing. I posted it on Facebook, Maureen. I posted yeah. it on Facebook, Instant. Maureen. I want to ask you something, Maureen. And I have a little inside baseball. What we were talking about before is it secret or public? Okay, because if it's public, I'll mention it now. It's public now. What? Okay. Run okay. it by me, uh, and I'll let you know everybody. if it's public. Well, Kathy if it's public, well, I will have heard it. It's been posted on her page. It's been posted on her page, but um, okay. it's... I want to say, okay, look, look, I can't stall anymore. Just say yes or no. Kathy Manis is a regular on this show for many years. Right. She really enjoys it. She always complains, but I know she likes it because she put it on her resume, and she's told me many times mm-hmm. that when she was looking for a job, she would discuss the Recruiting Animal Show in her sourcing mm-hmm. interviews. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's back in a coma. She was mm-hmm. in a coma for three months last year. That's awful. She had to go in for some surgery, so she's back in a coma again. Usually we pray here for your job orders and stuff like that. Last time we prayed for Jerry's fish. But if you want to mm-hmm. send some happy vibrations out to Kathy, where is she, in Denver or uh, San Diego? Yeah, she- San Diego. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. San but anyway, Diego. I'm going to give a nod to Kathy. I'll give her every week on the show. Until she gets better, okay? Let's Kathy pray for Kathy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jackie Clayton, I, you know, her name is impossible. J-A-C-K-Y-E. You don't like it. Yes. You don't like it. Me neither. Who's going to spell that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh. Nice. Jack I. Clayton. C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A-C-L-A
So it was. I went back to high school, and there was a more than one Jackie. We all had jackets and uniforms, and we didn't want to get them mixed up. I can't. I can barely hear you. I can barely hear you. Can you barely hear me? Can you hear me better now? I don't know. Just keep talking. Go. Just go with it. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, so we had more than one Jackie, so I changed my name so I wouldn't lose my uniform. That's where the Y came from. Uh-huh. Yeah, he okay. said, I'll take the dumb version. Okay, right. Okay, good. <laughs> so you, you used to be... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're going cool. to do... Yeah, okay, but you're too, you're older now and wiser, okay? What about uh, doing a little intro, uh, an elevator pitch, and then I can move on to the show? Absolutely. So my job title is editor. I work with Recruiting Daily. My focus is on tools. So I focus on trying to test, demo, and research tools that can make recruiters' lives easier. That's okay. what I do. Put the mic closer. Put the mic closer to your mouth, okay? Now, uh, are you are you finished? Is that it? You used to be a recruiter, though, That's right? It? You know something yes, about I'm recruiters. Recruiter. You know something about recruiters. Okay, let me ask yes. you something. Okay. You're in a, an organization there that is not very diverse. Are you the only woman now that uh, Katrina has left? No. We actually we have Alexis Gingerella who helps with marketing oh, right. uh, coordination. Alexis, I forgot about her. Okay. But you've got, and like, then, Matt. You know, he, yeah. Okay. But I want to know, uh, do the men at your uh, office or your company, whatever, however you guys meet, do they talk over you all the time because you're a woman? They do. Sometimes. I have to make it. I don't think it's because I'm a woman. I think it's just because they're rude. Are they listening? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You mean Matt Charney? <laughs> Are we talking about listening. Matt Charney? They're not Are listening, Are we talking right? about okay. Matt Charney? <laughs> no, it will be. No. It will be at some time, Jen. Is he yeah. still around? We're not. Okay. We're not Whatever happened to Matt Charney? Does anybody know? What do you mean, what? Okay. Whatever happened to him? Okay. So. So hold on a second, because I've heard endlessly that at offices or in, in companies, men talk over women. They don't give them a chance to talk because they just dismiss them as valueless. Do you feel that you're in that position, Jackie? No, I don't feel like I'm valueless. Um, I just think okay. that in any situation, people are going to be rude if they're going to be rude. You have to figure out a way to communicate okay. together if it's going to work as a team. So they're not, dis- they're not discriminating against you because you're a woman. Is that right? Right. I don't think that they discriminate against me because I'm a woman. What I do think is they need to pay attention and make sure that my voice is still heard. Like, everybody needs to be balanced, okay. yep. regardless. That's just what a ridiculous rude. topic. They do the same thing to No, it isn't. It and most certainly is. about diversity. Welcome to 19, 1978, Archie Bunker. They, they interrupt everyone. Right? Like it's not okay. like people talk over you because you're a woman. We don't have a timid group okay. at Recruiting Daily, so. Put Animal, are all okay. of your are all of your show guests women? Because you talk over every single one. Hmm. Not very many. You're accusing me. Don't accuse yes. me of sexism, okay? <laughs> no. I am not sexist. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not accusing sexist. you of talking over everybody without any regard to uh, sexual orientation. Race. Yes. <laughs> what? I'm in charge. It's the recruiting animal show. Okay. I understand. Well, Jerry, back. I, I just, I just let me do the show. Okay. I'm, I'm going to start yeah. asking Kathy for help. Okay. Now look, uh, Adam Grant, who's a famous guy, he just wrote a book with uh, 
that girl from woman from Facebook, uh, a famous one, and uh, <laughs> and he said there's no difference between men and women. So if they're not special, if women aren't special, then when you bring them onto the team, you're expanding, you're hiring women, you're expanding the hiring pool, but you're not improving the team. Okay. The, the, the women are just like the men. There's no special uh, addition to the bottom line that the women are bringing. Would you agree with that? No. And he said a, he said a little bit more than that in his, you know, in his book. But no. And, and, and actually I found what he said yesterday being particularly crude, and he turned it into something sexual and didn't really talk about specifics in the office in the first place. So what he was saying – didn't make any sense. It's not relevant to what the terms of what we discuss when it has to do with diversity. Oh yeah, well, we're talking, we're talking about it. the same guy. Adam Grant is not sexual. Okay. Uh, okay, but here's is the point. Is this the Google Manifesto? No, but that it was, was in the wrestling. hot news this week. Okay, the thing is, if women are different, what are we talking They're about? not good for every job. If women are different. They're only good for jobs that suit them. Or maybe they're better than men all around, and we should only hire women on the basis of merit alone. But, you know, but we're always reading that women like to hug each other more than men, and they're better <laughs> managers because they're more understanding and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if women are the same and equal or if they're better, okay, and that, you know, there should be a uh, we should discriminate against men and hire women for that reason. I, I don't. I'm really confused. Okay. Anyway, I'll move on. Okay. You recommend. Uh, well, what are your top five plugins or, or extensions? Let me ask. Let's get right into your territory. Finally. I'm sorry, everybody. Something more. I'm trying to make it <laughs> over. I'm trying to be relevant. Go. Go. Yeah. You are funny. Go, Jack. Um, there are some that I use, like on a regular basis. So I use a tool called a company, a company for Gmail on a daily basis. Um, it's free right now. And what it does is it allows you to gather insight on people that you get, you know, trying to pull profile information. But what I like about it is that you can go to company.com and you can actually see bios of what's going on with them in their company. And it's just more robust. It's almost like reading the magazine rather than something like a, a crystal nose. So I look at a company and I use that uh, every day. Um, I also use another tool that is going to sound a little weird, but it's called um, Take an Eye Break. It's a tool that tells me to, um, it's called Take a Break. It's by Eye Care Plus. Um, it tells you to take breaks so that you don't mess up your eyes by staring at the computer all day. I don't know if anybody else in here does that all day, but I use mm -hmm. that. Uh, you know what? Let me I'm, add, I'm going I like blind. Flux. I use Flux. Have you F used that? Dot L -U -X. I, I like Flux. I started, it it, it uh, decreases. Sorry, what'd you say? No, I started. I use that too. Okay, Flux. It decreases the brightness of the screen. Go on. What's the next tool you want to tell us about? So the next tool that I um, got is, like, those of us that have to be on social as part of their jobs, it can be a little bit uh, frustrating. So I actually got a new um, tool to help me with that, and it is it goes with Facebook, and you can use it with Twitter. It actually prevents you from – it prevents you from going straight to your news feed. <laughs> and so you have to complete tasks in order to get there um, so that you don't just, like, waste time on it. And it's called uh, To Do Book. Um, that's one thing that I use. I also have started using the F 
V as in Victor, D as in dog, speed dial for all of my tabs to, for the pages that I go to. Um, so those are like the main ones that I use Sorry, what was every that day. Last one? What was the last one? What was the last one? It is F as in Frank, V as in Victor, D as in dog, speed dial. And where do you get that? It's what you see. You can, it's, a, it's a Chrome extension. I'll send you the – I'll tweet out the link of where you can get it. But it actually keeps all okay. your pages regular and lets you see what you uh-huh. – the most visited sites. So it's just easier to look at. Okay. Animal, let me just say, it is so refreshing when you have someone on here who appears to actually work all day. This is great. <laughs> it's refreshing. It's motivating. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling like a loser. Uh-huh. You're just Does somebody have a question? Does anybody have a question for Jackie? Go ahead. Anybody? It's open. No. Nobody has one. Got to learn question. from the font of knowledge, Animal. Let yep. her talk. Okay. Yep. Well, great. you know, great. Say, great show so I'm far. Ask, you know who my sponsor is? Hire Tua. You know who my oh, sponsor God. is? PC Recruiter. Okay. Now, Jackie wrote an article: How to Recruit for a Lousy Company. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. about it, or should I? We could do both. I guess, you know, I, I worked at a company. It was just a bad company that had bad management. The people there were crappy, and it was just, it was just negative. And when I first started working there, I didn't know how to recruit for them. I got nervous because, you know, most people are trying to be like, it's great, it's wonderful to be here. Um, but it wasn't. I couldn't do it. So I, started, so I started recruiting and telling people, your boss is going to be a jerk. It's a crazy environment, and, you know, you might be miserable here. I would tell people that straight out, but I got more starts and nobody, le- nobody left. The people that I hired, none of them left because they knew what I was saying <laughs> was right. But I think we had 105% turnover. We were able to alleviate that by being honest. And I think that can be a challenge for people when they're recruiting for a crappy company. I mean, have you ever had to fill a rec for a boss that was that you wouldn't like invite over for dinner? Mm. Well, you took a job there, Jackie. I hate to mention it. Oh! Yes, I did. Because I used to call myself like the ambulance chaser of recruiters. I loved jacked up environments. Loved it. Because I knew I could make an impact. Okay, so you, you're like the troubled turnaround artist who likes to go to crappy companies and to challenge yourself, right? And the solution you're suggesting is... When you recruit someone, you say, hi, i got to tell you about a crappy job or a decent job at a crappy company. That's your voicemail, right? <laughs> i got to yeah, tell you about this company. Much. It's so lousy, but you might like it because one of the other points you make that you didn't mention is don't think you're a psychic. You don't know. If you think it's a lousy company, somebody else might think it's good, right? Someone yeah, else might like it there. crazy. So many recruiters do that where they try to make assumptions about the candidate, like – you know, you look at the resume for five seconds and determine their whole life and where they can add to your bottom line. But you can't, you don't know what people's like. And, and quite frankly, you know, it's very assumptuous to decide based on some uh, LinkedIn profile that somebody would or would not be happy at your company, right? Yeah. Okay. Listen, uh, about our blue collar jobs, is, uh, someone was asking this week, uh, what are the best ways to, to source blue-collar employees uh, like dishwashers, uh, custodians, uh, people like that? Do you have any tips? Well, I think the biggest thing with those types of jobs is that you have to do it quickly and you have to use it on tools and meet people where they are. So if you're doing that in recruiting in those realms, 
Um, there's um, a couple tools that I think you can make it so that they can do a video interview. They can do all of it quickly so you can make that, you know, determination. But I think, I think that's helpful. But I also think some of the tools that we don't necessarily use for corporate anymore still work in that realm, utilizing a Craigslist or utilizing some of the things in the paper where people traditionally use jobs. And I also, uh, you know, I, I just think that that's the biggest point. You're not necessarily going to see those people on, on, on LinkedIn. Um, and you might also. No dishwashers. Hey, 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 hey. Did you say we should do video interviews for dishwashers? Well, I'm just saying you should be, they should be able to go through the process. I mean, you're going to meet somebody in person, whatever it is, they can do that on their phone. So it might not be a, require, a requirement necessarily, but the point is just to make it as easy as possible for these people to apply and start. Uh-huh. Okay, so Craigslist is all I got out of that from what you said. Craigslist, okay? What somebody suggested, just drive <laughs> around the parking lot of any Home Depot, Okay. And you'll see Listen, people waiting you, for jobs. Is that true? I don't know if that's the case, but, I mean, if you, if you go to a restaurant, if you're looking for a dishwasher, you can go to the restaurant, get a server, and tell them that you, you know, ask them if they, their dishwashers are looking for jobs. None of them are going to hesitate to share the information. None of them. Okay. Well, great. Great. Um, here's a, a question from John Koopaloop Cooper. How much time do you give someone to uh, decide on an offer? You know, I generally, you know, I have a standard, I would say, within 24 hours. But I should know, the, the, the key is knowing why they may not accept the interview in the first place. When you're going through the whole process, you should be keeping in mind what could go wrong, Right. You should know where that's going to go, and you need to know exactly why it's going to take 24 hours in the first place. I just think that's professional courtesy. But you should know once you make the offer in your you know, heart of hearts whether they're going to accept the offer or not. Yeah, I okay. have been known to take uh, away offers. You know, if sometimes you have, if you need to push tell, it, tell us a story. Yeah. Tell us a story. Tell us a story when so, you took away an offer had a situation everything was great I went through the interview process and one of the things that I like to do with candidates every time I talk to them on the phone is saying just to make sure we're clear if I offer you a job with this salary rate for this you know this job title this salary rate at this location and I had the offer with all of those things you'd be willing to accept the offer every conversation that I had to make sure that if I played an offer they were going to close so a couple of times, not many, a, a couple of times I had candidates that said, I need to think about it. And they said, you know, I was like, what do you need to think about? Let's go through the process. I don't want you to think about it alone because all the variables are here. And so he said, well, I just need to think about it. I was like, you know what? Maybe we need to think about it. I gave you all the parameters. I'm not feeling comfortable with your choice. I'm not feeling comfortable with that. you because I thought you had a commitment from you. So, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to take the offer back. There is another candidate in the running that I think might be more excited about the job. Uh, you're tough because cookie, we already eh? talked to each other. Anybody, anybody got a comment on that? Anybody got a comment? Anybody yeah, got a comment? Right. 24 hours or take it away? Not take it away, but you should know by the time you're to the offer point if the person's going to accept or not or if they've got competitive offers. And at some point you need to be mm -hmm. able to take it away because sometimes they're going to want your offer, they're going to want your offer to play it against other offers. So if it's got a drop dead of 24 hours 
while they can play it against other ones, they also in the back of their head know that, hmm, if I go play this, I might lose this. Well, here's what to okay. consider. Are you okay? telling how you start the process is how you're going to finish. If you're yeah. hiring a candidate, they're all wishy-washy, and they're, like, you know, giving you the goods as you're going through the process. That's what kind of employee you're going to have through the process. I don't want somebody who's, who's writing the fence. Now, there are exceptions because there are hard-to-find skill sets, and they might really be bouncing off benefits. But you should – you can give them the 24 hours, but you need to work through it with the candidate that they're not doing it and making stuff up. You know, what is the reason that you would turn down the offer? I gave you the parameters before. Tell me what you would, what could happen between now and tomorrow that could change everything that we've discussed for the last two. I wish that someone would, among amongst our crowd, do a study of the number of times people have had 48 hours to think about an offer or 72 hours. What right. what percentage of those ever do accept? Even the well, I need to think about it. People they only ever they only ever accept the job two out of five times anyway. They don't want yeah. the job. People that want the job, an offer is a confirmation of everything that's already been discussed and agreed to. That's right. The offer is the wrap up welcome aboard. It's not. Well, now I need to go. If they haven't been thinking about it the whole time, they're not going to start today. It's over. Mm-hmm. But, and if that okay. happens, but I know. Quite, you know, you have Somebody wanted to disagree there, Maureen? Alan. No, I'm not going to disagree with you, Jerry. Somebody did. I, I I'm going to say. I have a question. Go ahead, Alan. Go ahead. All I'd say, the, the only time I'd say you've got a little bit more time, Jerry, or if it's unique, is if the person in my case is like an in, and in your case they're engineers and it's not a contract it's a perm and they just want to they want to see it in front of them they want to bounce it off their wife or whatever and they want to spreadsheet the stuff which i i've seen happen where it goes from 24 to 72 hours and the next monday or tuesday i get an acceptance regularly that's about well, the and only another other and i think another exception is if you're asking them to relocate yeah. But sometimes you do want to look at the cost of living it's going to take you a little bit more time even though you should be be doing that but that I, you know, was a little bit more flexible with that. But I, I don't think that there should ever be – we shouldn't have a question. We shouldn't have a question two weeks into the process. Like, I at least should be ready to know this could go bad because of X, Y, Z. I mean, I don't know how people I, – I noticed that a lot of recruiters are not getting actual training in the recruiting. You know, they're, they're being told to build relationships but not being told what that means and how to build relationships. They're, they're what does it focused, mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, hold on a second. I have to do an ad. I've got to do an ad, and I'll come back to you. What does building a relationship mean? I want to know, but I've got to do an ad first, okay? Hey, everybody. You know how a joke – I've told you this a few times. You know how a joke is not funny after you hear it 20 times? But there's people, there's people who don't even start telling it till you've heard it 20 times. Anyway, here's a joke that's been beaten to death. Size matters. Size matters because, you know, it's kind of sexual, you know, size matters. Uh, but you know what? That doesn't count at my client's company, PC Recruiter. At PC Recruiter, size doesn't matter. You know why? Because big or small, we fit them all. Big or small, we fit them all. At PC Recruiter, they make software that can be used by big recruiting teams and small recruiting teams. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter is inclusive. It accommodates everything.
everybody. So here's the tagline. Size doesn't matter. If you're small, PC Recruiter loves you. If you're big, PC Recruiter loves you. Jackie, they want to give you a hug. I know you asked about that, and they said, Jackie, anytime, because PC Recruiter loves you, and they want to take care of you, right? Why? Size doesn't matter. That's why everybody gets good service at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. You go out there and check them out and tell them that we sent you, okay? So they keep paying for these ads that everybody's fighting with me whenever I tell them, okay? So back to Jackie. Jackie Clayton. Jack I. Clayton. What is it? You're complaining right now. You're complaining that uh, young recruiters are not taught about what it means to build a relationship. And I want to know, what does it mean? What is building a relationship? Well, you know, the thing is that you need to know what makes what the candidate's looking for in their new position. And a lot of times that stuff's personal, right? It's because the reason they're looking is because of why they're un happy at their current or need a challenge, right? They don't have to be miserable to leave a job, but it's not working out and they're open to new opportunities to get closer to what their ideal job is. So as a recruiter, you need to know what that means. And the second step of why, what has happened in your last job that means that you would be willing to look for another position in the first place? I mean, that way they know you have their best interest in in hand. It's not just keyword bingo, right? So you have to know those things. And the only way you can do that is, is number one, you know, finding out exactly what makes them tick and what they're looking for in a new position, being, two, being honest if your company can, you know, provide that. And number, you know, number three is that you have to communicate with them, you know, communicate with them and not just text or not just So email. hold on a second. So building relationship is just asking a person why they want to leave. That's it, right? That's what I gathered from well, what you just no, said. You got to you have to talk to them and find out why they want to leave and what they're looking for. That's it. That's that's all building a relationship means. Yes or no? No. Because you should know that in and out. And the thing is is knowing what's important to them and why. Give me an example. I mean, you know what? You're a kind of person who says, no recruiting animal. I don't agree with what you just said. And then you agree with it and deny it, okay? Uh, Give us an example. Here's another step that you're missing. Here's an example. If I'm working with a candidate and I want them, um, they say that they need more money. And then I want to know why they need more money. Are they underpaid? Have they been vastly underpaid? Or are they in a situation where they have to have more money for whatever reason? Like, I don't want to dig in to ask, like, un-HR happy questions. But I should have through – they should feel safe enough to give me a little bit more insight as to why they're looking for more money or why they're looking to enhance their career or what is, is going on. So it's not enough to say I need more money. That's why they want another job. I want to know why is that they think that they need more money. So how do you ask them? Do you just say, hey, buddy, why do you want more money? Part of it is just going through a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. You just you can it. ask them why. I mean, it's just like, you know, like we learned in Psychology 101. You just you want them talking so that you can get to know them better so that you know. If, and, and that's, you know, 
part of the cultural fit debate is, is trying to find out if it is. Because sometimes they might be a perfect candidate, but they're not a good fit for your company. You won't know until you break those barriers. Yeah, you're, you're a bit vague. You're Alan, even... did you have something to add that you are vague, dear? Don't tell me you're not. I just asked you, you said you ha- if the guy says or she says that she wants to move for more money, and I said, well, how do you find out? And do you say, why, why do you need that money? Because you said a few times you have to know why yeah. they want that money. And, and you said, no, don't ask them that. Well, how am I going to no. know? They're, they don't necessarily tell me. You have to ask, or maybe it was just the way that you said it. But, yeah, you ask them, why is that important to you? But because the question is that you need to know as a recruiter is, in my mind, I used to have an adage, it wasn't right 100% of the time, but if that means if they are leaving their current company for more money, they'll leave you for more money. So you want to know what that means, right? Uh, I don't get it. So someone says, you know, I want an increase in salary, and you say, why is that important to you? Isn't that kind of obvious? Yes. Everyone wants more money. No. You, 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 know, no. you have to probe. Are you going to – go ahead and explain yourself. I don't get it. Believe it or not, not everybody is money-driven. Some people want another opportunity. Some people want to, you know, do that. Like, you know, how much do you Don't get paid dodge for the doing question. Your no, 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 no. They've Some already told you they're money motivated. They want more money. Well, and so the only way well, to find do. out is, well, why do you need more money? Uh, you know, is your wife, your ex-wife complaining about alimony? They need want more money for the kid. Your kid's going to you know, college or something. Are you going to ask no, those kind of questions? Saying I need to pay for my kid's education and, and saying I just want more money because I deserve it. Those are two different people. If you find ask them why they have no. more money and they're Jackie, you, you they Jackie, have a don't make me college. don't make me fight just to get you don't make me fight just to get you to ask the question. The person says I want to move because I'd like more money. You said you can't leave it at that. And I'm asking you, you if the client or the candidate doesn't offer the information right away, how do you get it? So you're going to continue having the conversation, and you can just drop little pieces if you're curious of what's going on. Like, oh, you know, oh, you want, you can say, oh, you want new money, or then they ask you if they want more money. You can ask, you ask them why and what you're getting paid and say, oh, well, you know, have you looked at the real estate market? I'm thinking about buying a new house. Perhaps they say, "Oh, you know, uh, I don't." I don't yeah, need Alan, now. Alan, I'm not, Alan, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spray. Alan, did you have something to say? Alan, did you have something to address with that? Were you going to say something? No. Okay, fine. Uh, you know, Jerry, are you still awake? Jerry, still there? He's gone too. You know, I, well, here's what I was going to ask Jerry. Are you still with me, Jackie? Do I still have you on the line? I am. Yes. Okay. You know. You sounded, when you were saying you're doing these pre-closes with the candidate, look, buddy, it really sounded pugnacious and aggressive. I, if I can get you, you know, $80,000, and this is the job title, and these are the responsibilities, are you going to be ready to accept? I think that was the kind of tone, a very aggressive tone. If I talked like that, Jerry would be all over me, okay? Uh, he didn't say anything, but I think you're pretty, pretty aggressive. I think you're aggressive. <laughs> it's all the way that you say it, right? It's all the way that you say it. Because the thing is, is that oh, you've already set up the off. parameters. Did you? Yeah. Sorry, yeah Jerry, you're back in. Me. You're back in. Gosh. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Open up the lines, dummy. I didn't... 
Well, I didn't know that you disappeared. Well, you were already on. I had to take a business okay. call. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, Jim, you're into everybody's complaining I don't let them in. Did you find Jackie kind of uh aggressive, Jerry, when she was doing those pre closes? You better I, are you gonna take this job? Are you gonna take this job? Don't tell you know me that's not aggressive. Well enough to know that it was never that aggressive. You know, yeah, and well I must have missed that part when I was on a business call. Yeah, okay. I have to do an ad. I have to do an ad, everybody. Hey, Already? everybody, hire two. Yeah, I have to, what, I have to do an ad, okay? Well, I've got I to gotta do these ads, okay? Hire tool is a full-service sourcing tool. But I had a surprise this week. You know, mm. people have told me before that I am pronouncing it wrong. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Hire tool. I don't know. I thought it was a pun or something like that. But Nin, who spells his name with a silent H, okay, he said to somebody on Facebook that it's hired tool. <laughs> like a even like worse. Okay? Come on, Nin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hired tool. Hired tool. Hired tool. Like virtual hired tool. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. They're no longer a sponsor. That was I can't get behind that. I'm sorry. I'm still going to – I'll call them what I want. Hire Tool, okay? Hire hire Tool is a full-service sourcing tool. You tell them what you want. (laughs) You tell it. This is some ad. I got to tell you. I'm not laughing about that. I was laughing about something else. That's what my kids always say. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's not for normal <laughs> so, people, right? It feels like it, man. It's a hard, 
It's a hard tool. What, what, what's happening? It's not, they're turning people into, like, little mini programs. So it's not like you have to be brilliant. It's just not, like, installing a chrome extension. There's always another step. So it's simple in the fact that it's doing stuff that usually only coders can do. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just we don't do it all the time, so it gets confusing. But once you can get it, the good news with them is that once you get it, or even as you're learning it, they give you lots of information. People are very open to sharing different uh, things to help you connect the data. Um, and here's my real question. Here's my real question. You know, I know your buddy, buddy with Dean DeCosta, who was on the show just what, last week yep. or the week before, two, two weeks ago. And and uh, Dean's always pushing this block spring. He's the guy I heard about. I heard about it from him, right? But Dean stuff, it's not for you and me. It's not for ordinary people, is it? It's for these nerds. Am I right about that? You know, you'll say, oh, use this, use this, use this. Use... I can't use it. I'm, I'm, I'm not into that kind of thing. Isn't that the truth? You know, some of it is like that. And it's really, you, you have to get to a point where you need a tool like this. Like, it's not for the everyday search. Um, it, you know, for a lot of it, you're looking at trying to generate reports what, what on... What about Mozenda? What about Mozenda? What about Mozenda? What about Mozenda? Well, you wrote about it. I, I, don't, I, I don't even know what it does. What does Mozenda do? Mozenda is a scraping tool. So uh, it helps you. Yeah. And really the question is like, what do people, I mean, I should pose it to the people that are listening. Like the, the, the things you've got to find tools for what you're doing all day. I mean, I think that what we're having is that people are mistaking learning about all of these tools for actually being productive. You can't, you can't, you don't, you don't need all of the tools. You just have to figure out what's lacking, and I guarantee there's a tool to help you to be better. Okay. Uh, is there any other? T- I got a whole bunch of tools listed here. Should I run through them, or should I? You know, do you have any more that you'd like to uh, tell us about? What about Nymeria? Has it come back? It did come back, and it, it is really strong. It was a good tool that we started using in the first place. Um, what we're finding out, what the challenges of anything is, is that you have to verify the information. But it's just, I say, just another email searching tool. So I think there's, there's a lot of Yeah, them. who's making the noise? Hey, don't please, if you're bugging me, okay? You really are. Yeah, who's doing that? Calm down. Calm down. Was that you <laughs> making the noise there? Foreigner? Maybe he had another business call. Yeah, Florida. Okay. What, what's wrong with Florida? Okay, Man, this show is really starting what? to show its ass. I don't know. What? Where did that come what? from? I didn't hear anything about Florida. It was a foreigner, Jackie. I think it was. Keep him out. I think it was great. I think it was great. Great. Oh. What am I a part of anymore? <laughs> okay. You are funny. Is there something? I mean, is, is there, this is a challenge. Well, what should we talk about? Well, you know, I think we should talk about, you know, Various where there's something that me and, and Jeremy Roberts were talking about actually. It's talking about AI, the AI stack and machine learning, how that's going. Because um, there seems to be some confusion. I would say 85% of the new tools that are coming out saying that they are utilizing artificial intelligence, some form of artificial intelligence. 
But what they're actually You know what, Jackie? Easy. Jackie, let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you. I promised the other day okay. that we interrupt okay. people. We interrupt people on this show when they're going off uh, the course. Now, who cares about AI? I want a specific tool. Uh, if it Not me. If it's I'm easy, sick of hearing about yeah, it. If it's, if it's easy, fine. But I don't want to... I don't want to have a discussion about whether something is really AI or not AI, okay? That's not what I'm into. I'm into practical stuff, and you're writing about tools all the time. You should be, uh, who someone said, a, a font of wisdom a, a little earlier, right? A font okay? of wisdom. So, well, this is important because yeah, okay. it's relevant. There's a couple of things that I've I found don't. this year that I like. One of them is um, using... Um, Higher view. Sorry, you just threw me off by yelling at me. I'm very sensitive. Um, so Talking in over. higher view, they I'm have a couple of that I like. One of them is that they have a video interviewing uh, portion that actually uses data points. Um, and so it's not really what you say, it's how you say it. So it analyzes the way you are talking and things like that to determine if you're going to be a good fit for the company. Um, but what I like about it is they also, because of their video interviewing feature or functionality, they actually have um, a thing where you can, like, get people to introduce themselves without actually applying for the job and use that as your talent pool. Because I, I think that's huge to be able to yeah, do I don't that understand you what you said. I don't understand what you just said. Let me just say, especially because I'm having trouble hearing you, that's one of the reasons I have to strain to make out every word you're saying. But let me ask I'm Maureen sorry. or anybody who's on... Let me ask Maureen or anyone who's on the show right now. If they, if someone would did a, an interview into a video supplied by HireVue, and then HireVue gave you this information, said, don't trust this person because they're using all these adjectives. Are you going to trust that? Are you going to trust, oh, I analyzed their, uh, their uh, semantics, the syntax of their words, okay? I don't need, so I don't need HireVue to do that for me. But by That's the way, what I do. That's how I make a living. I mean, I sort out it, the weasel dirt bags. It's easy. Well, nobody's getting over on me verbally. No it's way. not verbally. It's actually using body language. Not verbally. It's not verbally. It's how you hold yourself and how you answer the questions. It's you looking at you're actually looking at your face and have, the way. What if they have beady face. eyes? <laughs> See, I can spot that. I, I you know, I can <laughs> spot the beady eyes. You bring up a really Good I can't do the video. I can, you know I, what I mean, don't you, Maureen? Scolding me. Yeah, I do. I Katrina's do. scolding me. Okay. She's telling me I should be interested. <laughs> okay, look, I have to do another ad. Is Jim Durbin this on? Is it? This is interesting technology, is though, what she's bringing, what she's talking about. It's very interesting technology. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's an interesting question. Does it work? And I, Does it work or is yeah. it just, you know, Make believe. It yeah, probably works to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, probably. Hey, can works. I, I? I would like to just make this announcement here and now, to any to anybody that's listening. If anybody has a placement machine that they've built, I'll buy it. So I am very an easy button. Yes, I would want to. I would buy one for my kids. Actually, there's a guy working on it. a doctor of placement science. Not making that up. Yeah, that's okay. what I meant, too. Okay, so I'm going to do another ad. Last ad. Last ad. What is that, DPS? Okay. Hey. Jackie, DPS? Hey, everybody. Last ad. Don't make me block you. I got to get it out. They're paying, they're for paying me for these ads, okay? They're paying me for these ads. Is this okay, Durban's look, ad that he's paying for that you denied? 
No, no. <laughs> Durbin got mentioned already, okay? Right, Sourcing Work Lab. Since you want me to mention him again, Sourcing Work Lab, Jim Durbin's got a course every Monday afternoon. I'm sure it's good. Okay. The other day on my Facebook group, a guy named Steve Schwartz, who I don't know, he said, PC, PC Recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. It's totally, totally worth the cost. It's of great value to me. Here's Nick Mazur. He runs and listens to this show, and he likes to hear me mention his name, Nick Mazur, M-A-Z-U-R. We use PC Recruiter, and we love it. I've demoed a ton of systems, and they have the most robust features. And I know I've told you many times that robust is a favorite word of mine, and maybe, you know, because of uh, the, the sexual innuendo. I'm not sure. Anyway, here's someone else. <laughs> She says, <laughs> I'm a solo recruiter, and I use PC Recruiter. I'm very pleased with it, though I probably don't use all the functions. And that harkens back to what I said before. You know, she's a small recruiter. They love her. If you're a big recruiter, they love you, too. Big or small, we fit them all. So go out and check out PC Recruiter and tell them Animal sent you. Say hi to Marty Snyder. He's the boss over there. He's sponsoring this show. Thank I'm you. thinking of another hey, tagline here, okay? Go ahead. You say big or small, we fit them all. PC Recruiter, the Lane Bryant of the ATS industry. <laughs> Throwing it out there. He doesn't mean? have to use it. Doesn't have to use it. I'm just just giving you that option. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. That was, that's what? another higher tool at Hachu. Okay, sorry. I don't know who Lane Bryant is. The football player? <laughs> <laughs> who is yes, he? a football player. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Not a football. You, you, you can't you can't insult me if I don't. Okay? There you go. It wasn't an insult. Forget I'm in it. Canada. Gosh, you I'm are in Canada. Canada. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Yes. Are you here? Yes. Okay. I am. I okay. apologize. We we got a new friend in, in Tokyo. He's on a couple of times, named Tyron Giuliani. And this is the way his salary script goes. He says, if my client were to offer you between X and Y dollars, is this going to offend offend you, or are we in the ballpark? Some people complained that he shouldn't use the word, is this going to offend you? I kind of like it. What do you think? I like it, but I think you need to add something else. If you say, uh, if I make an offer between 100 and 110,000, the client hears 100, and the candidate hears 110. So you need to ask another question. When they say yes, then the next question is, so if they offered you $103,000, would you be ready to accept the job? Like, have that conversation early, because what happens is people will say, Oh yeah, I would accept it between 100 and 110. You make them an offer at 105, and they say no, I want 110. So you need to have that conversation early. I, I like what you just said. I congratulate you on that answer. But I have a follow-up. If you ever give them a, a range, you know, there are are they always going to get fixated on the top, or will it be? Is it? Are you going to be able to give them less than the max? Well, now, remember what you did when you asked them about the range. You basically told them that you had the money, but that you're going to uh, tell them what they're worth. So that's why, you know, getting into ranges can be a little sticky. Is, is that true, or is that just what we've always told ourselves? 
No, I, I think that's the why you get pushback. I think that's why you get pushback later as to why are you not offering me 110? Hmm. And that you should be able to have an answer as much as you ask them to accept it. You should be able to say, and the, the answer usually is, well, he thinks that you're, you know, based on your background, we're going to offer you 105. That's offensive. <clears throat> That's where you start getting into it offensive. Is? Not between the range. It yes, is? because it's like, you, you, yes. you, you just say, look, you're, you're not the ideal. You, you know, this is what we think you're worth. So, so then it, what that means is you always have to be secretive about what you're willing to pay. Just, you know, that means you can't be straightforward with people. And you were all, you know, talking about honesty before. Yeah. No, okay. This I can't is what tell you do. You Don't offer gonna, them a range. Yeah. Offer them a hundred thousand. Offer them a hundred thousand dollars. Worst case, you can offer them a hundred and seven. No, so you need to know if they so can you, accept it on the low, low end ball, of the range. Low ball, low ball, and you don't you don't Jackie think you're going to alienate them that way, eh? It's giving you the information you need. No, it's not lowballing, but then you can <laughs> actually get to the number. It is helping you get okay. to the Here's, number. Okay. Here's what Jim Durbin said. He thinks, you know how Tyron said, you know, is this going to offend you or are we in the ballpark? Jim said ballpark is too masculine, okay? Not diverse <laughs> oh, yeah, enough. Do you too. agree? That was funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Other, uh, and, and one person suggested that they replace, you know, offend with, would that meet your expectation? But he specifically said he likes to use offend because people do get offended, just like you, just like you said uh, a minute ago. Do you have any opinions about email subject lines while we're at it, Jackie? Because, you know, I find I'm having trouble getting you into your groove. Uh, but when I do, you've got a lot of passion like you did on this last one, and I like that, okay? So what about email hey. subject lines? Is that... Is that something that you're really uh, excited about? You know, I, I think there, I think people overthink them. You know, I don't think you should be at as low as saying "Hey" on it, but I think that you should be clear in your subject line instead of saying "Hey, I'm interested in you" or "I found you on LinkedIn" or something else. Like, why not put a job title as the subject line if you're sending uh-huh. it to the person? Well, what if you're not if you're sending it to the company. Well, you mean they're not if they're, what if it's going to their office? What would you put in the subject line? If in, if I was, if you're going to their office, then I would say and I would put introduction into the subject line. I was like, hey, you know, if you have a moment, I'd love to talk to you about something. I'd be vague at that point because they're either going to respond and say, stay away from me, or they're going to say, you know, and you give them your text, you give them your cell phone number, tell them to give you a call or a text when they get a moment. Or you like, could use like some of those, some of those links that are that you see like on Facebook. Like, you'll never believe what these child stars look like now. <laughs> or cheerleaders didn't know why everybody kept looking. Stuff like that. They would, they would open it. There you go. Give them some clickbait. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Give them some clickbait. You know what? Who's Britney stating now? Yeah. Yeah, that's, like that's a great idea. Okay, or are those are those click? This is an interesting question. Are those clickbait ads just uh, directed to teenage girls, or or would you get engineers clicking on them as well? I think or middle-aged recruiters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, who knows who's clicking that stuff? Not me, but you know, <laughs> other people. What do the TV stars look like today? Okay, those so people. just to come back to all seriousness. 
people look Jackie over those, says, right? Like people know what they are. So I think it's it's easier to get to the point. Just get to the point uh, and quit playing around. I mean, you have to be yeah, vague okay. if you're dealing with somebody at work. But if you're dealing with their personal, okay. like, just quit messing around. Like, get to yeah, it. Okay. But you just say, okay, you say, if you're sending it to work, put the subject line introduction. What about these people who say you have to do a lot of research to personalize it and tell them, oh, I like camping too, or I like uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos, or, uh, you know, find uh, – there's so many articles they say – Pour over this person's profile. Check them out on Google. Find out what they're interested in and what how what you you share that with them. You know, uh, is that necessary, Jackie? I don't think and so. Not but for I want to know what you email. know. Uh, no, not initially. I mean, I think you can get that information. I mean, the stuff that you can be personal about, like location, job title, company, there are things that you're going to be able to relate on. But the other stuff's creepy. Okay. You know, I That's mean, a profound it's, statement. it's just creepy. Is it, is it profound? I thought, nope. I, I thought you might yeah. find Okay, no personalization. No trying to find common factors. You're against trying to find no, do common it, factors. Keep them. Find them, but keep them. You don't have to share, like, oh, my gosh, I have a poodle, too. And then it's like, why are you stalking yeah. me? You yeah. know, okay. like, allow them uh-huh. to tell you, to give you the stuff. It has to do with the relationship. We already talked about that. It has to do with building the relationship. Uh-huh. You know, okay. but I think a lot we're, of people lack listening skills, just like you. You have to be able to listen for the opening to connect. Animal, I want to be the first to say your guest, Jackie, is fantastic. She knows what she's doing. It's great. Hey, we're, we're not very, done. Janet, very Janet confident uh, recruiter, sorcerer. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Does Janet have a question before? Does she Janet want the last Dwyer question? Janet Dwyer has a question. Janet Dwyer has a question. I don't know. Open and what is, is she open? Everybody's open. It's all open. Janet, are you on the line? Oh, sorry, sorry. I had I had myself on mute. Hi, everyone. Wake up. Hello. Hi. Sorry. Hi. I, I was Janet? trying not to be noisy with my clicking. Hey, Maureen. Hey, Animal. Hey, everyone. Hey, Jackie. Uh, great show today, guys. I have a question. Something that that I saw uh, and wonder if you have an opinion about it, Jackie. There's a lawsuit, hmm. another one going on between LinkedIn and HIQ. Um, HIQ is in New York. I'm not sure if you've, you've seen it yet, but um, it, uh, I think it was about a month or so ago. They do people analytics, and they scrape public data from LinkedIn um, about people's activity and then, you know, do analytics and, and make determinations that, hey, uh, you know, this person is likely to leave your company and that sort of thing. So LinkedIn was real friendly with them for a couple of years, went to their conferences, and then all of a sudden when, they, when HIQ said they were going to start doing analytics, sent a cease and desist letter, cut them off, no more access to the data, and then um, they, they in turn sued. And I was just wondering, yeah. do you have any thoughts about where that, you know, the industry is going with Microsoft slash LinkedIn and the public data um, and the ability to use it and scrape it? You know, that's a great point. I think that, you know, I, number one, I think LinkedIn is going to always look for an opening to sue and, and pin their lawyers against your lawyers to try to get you to stop doing stuff. So. I think that they have a history of doing that. But the other thing is that I don't think I need to, they need to figure out exactly what data is harming LinkedIn members. For example, um, I and someone that we all know were both up for a similar position. And when it was all said and done, we knew who they were talking to based on their updates on LinkedIn. All you have to do is look at the connections, see when they updated. People can find that information on their own. And that's why in some situations, I think 
people need to pull back from the technology to find some of that information out if it's really important. But I think everyone needs to be careful on what they're utilizing it for. Um, on a personal basis, I get very frustrated because those of us that were there before LinkedIn know that we gave them freaking that information. We're just asking for it back, right? So, I mean, they should be cut yep. all of us a check instead of trying to sue. Yeah, I don't agree with what you just said. I gave them my information. I didn't give them yours. I didn't give them Jerry's. I didn't give them Maureen's, okay? I didn't give them Janet's. So they're supplying me with that. That's their service. It's a real service. But you know what? We can't argue. It's 1 o'clock. We're out of time. I want to thank my sponsors. First of all, my sponsors, Hire Tool. Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. And DC Recruiter. I want to thank the great Jerry Albright, the shooter. Jerry's the greatest shooter of all time. Thank Maureen Sheriff. The most famous phone sorcerer in the world. Alan Fleur, who's gone. Jim Durbin, didn't say a word. Uh, I can't remember who else. I think Graham Caulfield sort of coughed into the phone, called him a foreigner. Who was that foreigner? Away. Who was that foreigner? That was, I think, Graham from Texas. Mm. I think that was Graham down from Texas. Yeah, that really put Australia. me on edge. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jerry. I, I know that was... That, that was off. Okay, and I want to thank most of all our sweetheart, Jackie Clayton. 